Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for another edition of the Know Your Enemy podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind SteelCurtain.com. Join as, uh, by always, one Mr. Jeffrey Benedict, film guru extraordinaire. Uh, I got to hype him <laughs> up a little bit. Uh, Jeffrey, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing great. Any 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 week after a win is a great week. Yeah, love it. Uh, it hasn't been too many of those this year, but uh, hopefully that trend continues. But we do have a special guest, uh, like we do uh, every week, uh, and I uh, want to get your last name right. Bet- Brett Davern, uh, believe yes. in Seahawks. Did I nail that? Nailed it, man. Like tavern yes. with a D or cavern. Uh, my mom didn't like it when I was a kid, and I said tavern. She was like, "Come on now, <laughs> not all the booze. Let's go with tavern." So you know, but yeah, rhymes with rhymes with cavern or tavern or whatever you want. <laughs> Perfect. As long as I got it right, that typically means it's going to be a good show. But uh, Brett, Brett, how you doing, sir? I'm great, man. I'm doing great. I, you know, as a Seahawks fan, maybe not so great, but um, personally, I'm okay. <laughs> no, okay, there you go. Now, I, I guess the big question, obviously, but I, I guess I will say, first of all, it's probably pretty good to you have the Steelers this year of uh, all years to have that, uh, uh, that weird extra week. So kind of ripe for the picking, but... Can I say something? I'm, I got to say something. I'm sorry. I, and I don't mean to like just come in hot like this, but I hate the Steelers. I hate playing the Steelers. I don't care if you guys are stink this year. We kind of stink this year, but ever since what was it? 2005, 2006. Yeah. 
I hate everything about the Steelers. I hate the black. I hate the gold. I hate the towels. I hate the Roethlisburgers. I hate the cheesesteaks or whatever. I don't care. I What's hate Philadelphia. All. Come on now. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The grinders. The grinders. Right whatever you guys are into, I hate all of it. Right, 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 here, right here is my uh, Heinz Ward Super Bowl MVP. Yuck. From that game. Yuck. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit all over the place. Do you have a Do you have a picture of the holding call? On Sean Locklear, do you have that or the or the offensive pass interference on Jeremy Stevens? Do you have yes, that? Yes, the the hand, the whole arm reaching out but not doing anything. Do you do you have guy. do you have a picture of Ben Roethlisberger laying on the one yard line with the ball down around his waist, not even close oh, to being wow. over the goal line? Uh, I thought the refs did a pretty good job. If I oh my god! <laughs> How dare you? You know what? It was better than that Colts game. It was better than the Colts game that year. Listen, you guys, seriously, like we – okay, Seahawks, three Super Bowls, one out of three. Both of them feel just robbed from us, right? Malcolm Butler took the other one from us with the Patriots. Uh, referees took away ours with you. I don't know. Don't worry. <laughs> we've lost two Super Bowls too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lost a couple of them, but probably did a little bit better in the big oh, show. Oh, man. Like, oh, I hate playing you guys. I swear. You know, it's funny. Growing up, my the my kind of AFC team was kind of the, the Steelers a little bit after the Seahawks made the jump to the NFC. My dad, I think, because, um, you know, he grew up in Seattle before there was even the Seahawks, so he was like kind of maybe a Steelers fan and stuff. So I kind of had that. But after that Super Bowl, forget it. You, you got to <laughs> take your terrible towels. I don't care where you go with them, but I'm, I don't like playing you guys. Hate it. Well, now you got an opportunity on uh, primetime football to uh, a little bit of redemption. Although the Steelers typically struggle in Seattle, thankfully this one's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, with you guys coming out this way, but I guess it's the night game, so really, time wise, doesn't doesn't matter too much. But the big guy in the middle, Russell Wilson, of course, with that nasty finger in- injury, he is not uh, going to be suiting up. What uh, what are we going to expect here from Geno Smith in the offense? Do you think it's going to be a condensed playbook? Or what what are we kind of looking at here? You know, I'll tell you, I'll let you guys in on a secret from all Seahawks fans right now. There are deep, dark corners of the internet. And there are deep, dark, really dark Seattle fans that are kind of excited for this. I'm just going to be flat out honest. Like, we've had Russell Wilson for 140-something, what, 150 starts in a row, 149, something like that. And, like, obviously, we love Russell Wilson. He brought us our one Super Bowl, right? He's he's the man. We love everything he does. We buy all the products he endorses. We watch the kids' Teen Choice Awards. We buy the Sierra albums. We do whatever we're supposed to do. But, honestly, our offense has been hot and cold this year. And after he goes out last game, Gino comes in. And we weren't able to do anything in the second half. And Gino kind of gets him moving. He gets rid of the ball fast. He doesn't take he, – he was kind of able to escape a little bit. He's a little bit t- t- taller, maybe. <laughs> Some Seahawks fans are whispering that he can see over the line. Now, not me, guys. Not me. I'm not one of these Seahawks fans. But there are some Seahawks fans. So, okay. We'll see what happens. I think, look, you don't want to see Russell Wilson go down. But, guys, our offense has been just – hit or miss this year. I don't know how many Seahawks games you've watched, but like Russell's numbers have been awesome, but we keep losing games. He's like super efficient, not throwing any picks, but he doesn't throw the touchdowns or get the offense moving when we need him to. And we end up losing these games and falling short. So, you know, it's going to be interesting, but I think honestly, and and really like I I've seen all, all over Seahawks Twitter, like some people are kind of like whispering, like what's going to happen here? Let's see what happens, you know? <laughs> and Hey, 
Russell's been there forever. Like, let's see what happens with he, he watches a little bit. Maybe it'll light a fire under him a little bit more. Not as if he ever needs any more motivation or anything, you know, but. Breaking Sports? news, Seahawks fans are uh, turning on Russell Wilson. See, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, you Steelers guys, I knew, I was selling me out. No, no, we have it here too. The minute Ben throws a pick, everyone's like, oh, get rid of him. He's a bum. I'm, I'm leading the charge, sure. but. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but uh, one thing I noticed in that game, and I've noticed it with the Steelers in the past, like when we had Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant, when Ben Roethlisberger would be out, his replacement would come in. Antonio Brown suddenly, like no balls are thrown his way, and Martavis Bryant has a crazy good game. And we, I think we saw that with Geno Smith where Tyler Lockett just kind of disappeared, and yeah. he's just chucking chucking balls to, D, to DK. Um do you expect that to continue? Do you do you think DK Metcalf could be like the key to this offense? I mean, let me if you guys if, if the three of us, okay, had a chance to play starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks and you watched the receivers get off the bus, who would you throw it to all the time? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. Why like DK Metcalf is an absolute freak of nature. He's he's the size of a defensive end. Um Lofa Tatupu, my all-pro linebacking co-host on Believe in Seahawks, has been to practice, of course, stood next to him. He says that DK is just a monster, right? Mm -hmm. And we all love Tyler Lockett, of course, but, I mean, DK, he could take over games. I mean, he can be that. I, I really think it, with if he, if he works on his hands a little bit, I mean, he really could be that Calvin Johnson type of guy. He's got the body for it. Russell doesn't throw it to him all the time. We don't know why. I, you know, I don't know. So I think that's the recipe for uh, for Gino for sure. Just hey, two step drop, back foot, boom, find DK, right? A quick slant game. Not these long developing routes. Russell was trying to throw these like long outbreaking routes. Took forever to develop. He's getting sacked. We just need snap the ball, throw the ball, snap the ball, throw the ball, and then run the hell out of it. We need to commit to running the ball, which is something you guys know all about, of course. <laughs> We're we're starting to learn about it again. I'd say we're just trying to trying to force it. But uh, speaking of the run game, though, a good transition here is uh, Chris Carson didn't play last week, uh, no. like a neck head injury. What's kind of going on there? Can we expect him to be back in the lineup, or will this be a, a game where the backfield is just completely so, depleted? Yeah, so he's supposed to practice tomorrow. We'll see this neck thing. I mean, anytime you hear neck injuries nowadays, they can linger, right? Like there's been a lot of guys dealing with this in the last few years and stuff. And Chris Carson is a guy that we gave him a contract in the off season. Fans love him. I love him. I mean, he runs hard seventh round pick, you know, how can you not root for a guy like that? He looks for contact. He run, you know, but he can't stay on the field and he's, he can't stay healthy every year. There's something with him. I'm, you know, it's, you can't fault him or whatever. It just is what it is. And obviously a lot of Seahawks fans need him back on the field. I'm one of them. I think that everything runs through our running game. I think it has ever since Marshawn Lynch, you know, and Chris Carson needs to get back on the field, albeit I, you know, obviously I hope he's healthy, but uh, so if he's not ready to go, then it's Alex Collins again, who Seahawks fans love. He's shifty. He's a little quicker than Chris Carson, um, but he's not the kind of like, you know, truck stick kind of power back that Chris Carson is so that when we have the one two punch of the two of them love that so we got to get Carson Carson back out there for sure and and like I said he I don't know as we're recording right now he the word is that he's supposed to practice tomorrow and we'll just have to watch the injury reports so with the run game the Seahawks kind of rebuilt their offensive line a little bit especially the last two seasons yeah uh how is that going what how is the rebuild offensive line working out for you well <laughs> Russell Wilson, guys, 
I know I'm going to jump off here and you guys are going to be like, man, that guy hates Russell Wilson. But I, I don't. Okay. It's just that I can't just be a homer all the time. Okay. And let's all be honest. Russell Wilson is not able to escape the way that he was at the beginning of his career. It's weird because I don't know how you guys feel rooting for another team. For us as Seahawks fans, it feels like Russell Wilson just got here. You look up, he's been in the league for like 10 years. You know, I mean, it, it feels like he's in year four or five, but he's not. And he can't escape the way that he used to be able to. And so they keep rebuilding the offensive line and he keeps running for his life. It seems to never work. And so, like I said with Gino, he's got this, he was just getting the ball out quick. And that's what we need to see. You know, Seahawks Twitter is, I'm telling you guys, they're they're putting out videos of like the all 22 where you can see guys running down the field wide open and Russell he rolls out the other way and, you know, he gets like a two, three yard gain or a sack and he's missing wide open guys. And so people are excited to see Gino get out there and, and see what he can do. Um, and I think, so I guess to answer your question more directly, it's like, I, I think a lot of Seahawks fans are wondering if it is the offensive line or if it is the quarterback holding onto the ball too long, because when Russell Wilson just throws it, he's the best and he's a great pocket passer. But when he pats the ball, he takes a lot of sacks. I think he's the number one most sacked quarterback since he came into the league. So is it the offensive line or is it the player? And it's been 149 games since we had someone else take a snap. So I guess we're about to find out on Sunday, at least uh, against the the Steelers. But, I mean, you guys got a pass rush. So, I, you know, it's going to be a good test. It's going to be a good barometer. Now, originally I wasn't going to ask this, but uh, now now I feel like I have to with Russell Wilson. Of course, okay. there's been those kind of rumors of trade demands. Uh, would you uh, would you kind of be leaning uh, in favor of that now if uh, if things say play a little bit better for Gino? Or uh, well, I what mean, are your on that? what am I getting back for him? Would be my question. It's probably a couple first round picks right? at least. Hey, I mean, that's pretty good value. You got a guy in his tenth year, pretty expensive contract. You know, I mean. The Seahawks guys, like, I think there's well, I think there's a documentary coming out about him soon. But the, the Seahawks with Pete Carroll and Josh Schneider, all that, I mean, it's a little bit of a soap opera. And and I Lofa won't tell you this, but me as the Seahawks super fan, and what do I know? I'm just a fan. I can tell you that it feels like sometimes that there's like a couple different teams going on. Whose team is it? Is it the Legion of Booms team back when we had them? Is it Russell's team? Is it Pete's? Do we have Pete Carroll's type of guys? Do we have John Schneider's type of guys? Because, I mean, Mike, you're saying, oh, they get a couple first-round picks. They haven't drafted well in the past few years. Look at the Seahawks drafts. That's why we are where we are. They've missed on LJ Collier. They've missed on uh, DBs they've taken who haven't panned out. They – um you know, who, who has worked out? DK, maybe, and and obviously, and then uh, Damian Lewis, an interior you know, guard, has played really nice. But other than that, it's a lot of misses in the draft. So even if we're getting back draft picks, I don't know if I trust that. I mean, I don't know, man, you know? If you're sending me Aaron Rodgers, like you want to trade him straight up? Maybe. <laughs> Ten-year age gap, but yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> age gap, but I want to win right now. You know, and, and for whatever reason, I, I mean, you guys tell me, you know, our roster, you watch the league, like in the last six years, doesn't it seem like the Sox had enough talent to make it past a one handed uh, Jared Goff and the LA Rams last year? I'm going yeah, no. to tell you, I think my, it's my opinion. The Seahawks are in the same spot. The Steelers were several years back where it's mm. like, we're looking at this roster saying like, shouldn't it be better? Right. Are we wasting like Ben Roethlisberger's prime years here? Or what are like what are we doing? Yeah. And then we'd have a team. We'd be like, okay, this team's talented, and then we're hit the playoffs, and 
one key injury and we're out. We're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a similar, I think it's a similar arc we're seeing with the Seahawks. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I was just talking to my dad tonight, you know, we were talking about the Seahawks and Russell and all that. And I, I just said like, look, he, he won the Super Bowl in his second year. He went back to the Super Bowl in his third year and now he's in his 10th year. And you know, the NFL is a, what have you done for me lately type league. And like I've been saying the whole time, I love Russell Wilson. I love everything he's done for us. I want him to be the quarterback for life. But if we're not getting past the first round of the playoffs, you got to take a look at a bunch of stuff. Is it personnel? Is it coaching? Is it scheme? What is it? And right now with the Seahawks, I mean, they're trying everything, you know, they're cutting DBs, bringing DBs in, you know, John Schneider, Pete Carroll, they have like 200 moves a season usually, and they're using all of them right now. All hands on deck, you know. Jeffrey, do you have a follow-up? Yeah. Um, what I yeah, okay. One of the like one of the things I like looking at is like obviously we we've talked about already the Seahawks and Steelers had that Super Bowl moment. Since then moment. Since then robbery. Move past that game. Both of us, both teams have been to the Super Bowl twice, both won yeah. one. Had mm-hmm. great coaches, uh, well-respected coaches. We've had great defense. We've got all this stuff. I'm curious, what is the legacy? Would you say of the Seahawks since that Super Bowl? What is what is the overarching story for you of the of the of the team since then? Since the Steelers, since Super Bowl Forty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I I think what Mike Holmgren was able to build in Seattle. And the, the, oh, can I just soapbox for one second? The idea that Mike Holmgren, by the way, is not in the NFL Hall of Fame is an absolute, absolute crime. It's ridiculous. He should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. They got to put Dick Vermeil in ahead of Mike Holmgren. Give me a break. He took two different teams to the Super Bowl. I mean, the guy is a legend. And, And what he was able to do when he came to Seattle and build that team and take that team to the Super Bowl with my co-host Lofa Tatupu and Matt Hasselbeck and, you know, Sean Alexander and that team that they had back then. Um, that look, the 12th man, the, the fans, the, the, all the support was always there in the city. They retired that number way back in the day in the seventies, all that we had Steve Largent, you know, there's always been diehard Seahawks fans, but Mike Holmgren and that team that went to the Super Bowl against your guys, I mean, it solidified just, it, it brought a lot of bandwagon fans, you know, everybody around the city is now rooting for Seattle and it just, it created what, what we morphed into with Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, he. Sorry, my son's here. What's up, buddy? What? So good. I'm talking about C Steelers. Daddy. What? Dinner time. All right, I'll be there right in a second. Hold on. All right, so <laughs> I'm trying to like, buddy. I'm talking football. Um, <laughs> so I mean, that team established what the Russell Wilson team then grew into. You know, I mean, we only had one year of um, who was it? Was it? It was the guy. You know. Uh, from the Falcons, remember? Oh. He came one year and then God, he went to the UW too. I should know his, you know. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? And anyway. I cannot, I'm drawing a blank on his name. We've only had one other coach. And then Pete Carroll comes in. We go right to that Super Bowl. I mean, that team, Lofa's team, that 05 team with the new Seahawks uniforms, the fresh start, a new stadium out of the kingdom. I mean, They've been, they've been must-see TV ever since, honestly. I think so. I mean, every time the Seahawks play in prime time, you know, it's always an entertaining game. You have the fail Mary years ago with Golden Tate, right? You got uh, uh, um, all the games against San Francisco in prime time um, when, with Kaepernick and Richard Sherman and all of that. So I think – sorry, I'm rambling a bit. My, my okay. kid distracted me. But my, to answer your question, I think 
I think it started at that Super Bowl, and ever since then, the Seahawks have just been must TV, must see TV. Really entertaining uh, team to watch, and they're loud, and people hate them, and that's why they're fun to root for. Because when they win, you get to be sort of the heel a little bit, you know. But when they're losing, you have to take it on the chin. It's not very much fun. <laughs> now, the coach, we're thinking of Jim Mora. Jim Mora, uh, that yes. Was the, the in between, sorry, um, playoffs. <laughs> the transition of this weekend's game and Wes is going to help us out with this one he puts five dollars in the tip jar and asks you Brett why is Seattle using Adams so much in coverage uh slash is it time for uh, Pete Carroll to move on thank you so much for your time so two, is that two questions so two about questions, Adams yeah. and then Pete Carroll so why are they using Jamal Adams in coverage I have no idea I don't know I mean Seahawks fans are disappointed in Jamal Adams this year, guys. Like, we gave him the biggest contract of any safety in the league, right? Make him the highest-paid safety. He comes out preseason and says he wants 12 sacks and five interceptions. You guys know how many sacks he has so far this year? None. Zero. You know how many interceptions he has? Also none. Zero. Got a long way to go. But you know what we did do? We paid him a bunch of money, then we shipped K.J. Wright out of town, who – is Bobby Wagner's Robin to Bobby Wagner's Batman, you know, and the defense is 32nd in the league last time I checked. And then we ship, uh, let Shaq Griffin go to Jacksonville. He's kind of been like a lockdown corner for them. And what's our biggest weakness? Cornerback. So Jamal Adams, I mean, I love the guy. He looks great in a Jordan sweatband, right? He's got like a thousand sweatbands on his arms. He looks good in the uniform, but it's not really panning out this season so far. And I don't know if he feels pressure of living up the contract or what, but he's got to pick it up. And if they're not going to just let him rush the quarterback all the time, then quit dropping him back there in coverage and put someone else back there. Like Lofa and I have discussed on our show, Believe in Seahawks, shameless plug, by the way, that – um, that Jamal should switch positions. Just make him a linebacker. Just make him that Bruce Irvin uh, speed rushing specialist if that's what he wants to do. Because he, I'm guys, like a lot of Seahawks fans would say, it, he's a bit of a liability in coverage. And there's a kid named Ryan Neal who plays great for us. Put him back there. Roll Jamal around. Let's just switch this thing up. They need to kind of they any ideas on the table right now because he he's not great in coverage. And then the second question about Pete Carroll, I mean. I don't know, you know, like he's got his always compete thing. He's kind of a, a player's coach. You know, he lets them be themselves and all of that kind of stuff. But has it worn thin in Seattle? Maybe. Um, is it time for him to move on? I mean, look, I think Pete Carroll, I mean, he brought us our only Super Bowl, took us right back to a second one. I think he'll probably decide when that is. But as of right now, like who would the coach in waiting be on our staff? Ken Norton Jr.? I mean, we're the last ranked defense. Our new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, we can't put together an offense in the second half. So I don't know who you'd get instead, you know, and I don't want him fired midseason or anything like that. No way. Like, let's just keep the continuity, try to get through this thing. Now, I know we just crossed over the 20-minute mark. If you don't mind, two more quick questions. For yeah, Adam. go for it. Sorry, so, I ramble anyway. It's hey, my fault. It's all good. Now, um, Najee Harris kind of had a bit of a coming out party last weekend, going over 120 yards and a score. Um, against the Seahawks front, which has struggled a lot against the run, could you anticipate yeah. him having another big day or will Seattle be able to shut him down? Scares the hell out of me, honestly. I don't know why. The Seahawks opened as early favorites, right? And that was like a surprise to me, honestly, because we cannot stop anybody in the run game. Um, and 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 the screen game is even worse. And that's just like a, like a handoff sometimes, you know? And I mean, we're it's not good. Um, 
run defense is usually our strength. And our our defensive line, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not getting the job done. And as far as the linebackers go, I just talked about KJ, right? I think I think the whole missing link to our defense is KJ, right? When number 50 left and when they didn't decide to pay him and I maybe they couldn't because of Jamal's contract and whatever happened there, that was a big loss. And a lot of Seahawks fans were worried about it coming into the season, and it has really shown up. I mean, he, he could read a screen with his eyes closed, and it, the screen game is just – killing us how are you guys at the screen game <laughs> that's a great question because ben loves throwing the check down he loves the receiver screens that's a uh, huge part of the offense right now i know I, i'm not looking forward to it man i i think you know hopefully our offense can do something with gino you, we just don't know what we're gonna get there you know and and then our defense has to has to try to do something i mean they just you know we had the rams i think at halftime, what was the score at halftime of the Rams game? It was like seven to three or something like, like that. Yeah. It was going well, you know, and then it just all falls apart in the second half. We have not put together a complete game yet. Gotcha. Now, last thing for you before we let you out of here, uh, we always end all our segments uh, asking our guests a final score prediction for the game. So to completely oh put you on the spot, who is winning this game and what's the final score? All right. Well, I'm definitely not picking the Steelers. <laughs> Because of all the things that I mentioned that happened in Detroit. So it's, forget it. Um, so that being said, uh, I would say, oh, man, this is a hard one. Geno Smith. Um, Geno. Probably. <laughs> that's what I think. I think that we're going to get like a weird – and the Seahawks have weird scores too. And Always. so on our show, Lofa, he's like the football expert. So he'll give you the real prediction. I'm going to give you the insane fan prediction. I, I think that the Seahawks win this one, guys. Ready for this? The Seahawks win this one. I was going to say 13, but let's say 15 because it's weird. <laughs> okay. 15 like a to safety. 8. <laughs> <laughs> Two field goals and a safety for the Steelers, too. Just like, just like a gross one. I no, I think it, no, no. I think it's touchdown. You guys go for two. Tomlin likes going for two. <laughs> I love it. Now, uh, before we let you out here, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, just our show, Believe in Seahawks. You guys can find it anywhere you find podcasts. It's spelled our way, Believe, because that's the network we're on. So B-L-E-A-V in Seahawks. And we're also on any social media. And something fun, I don't know how many of your fans would want this, but I'll just say, if there's any just sort of general NFL fans listening, we do something every week on our show on game day, where if you go give the score prediction on our Instagram post about You'll see it. It asks you to do it. It's all self-explanatory. If you nail the prediction, we will buy you a Seahawk jersey. So if you're just a collector, I, you know, I know you got Seahawk Steelers fans, right? But maybe you're just a collector of jerseys. You want to go enter the contest. It doesn't matter who wins. We'll send it to whoever wins. So that's something fun for everybody. So check out our uh, social media. And you guys, thank you so much for your time. Hey, our pleasure. Thank you for your time. And producer Katie down there, Jeffrey and I will continue on. So uh, you guys are free to go and we'll uh, we'll break down the Steelers side of things. So All right, Brett, guys, have so a much. good one. Hopefully I'm celebrating a Seahawk win. We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, it's a Steelers show. You're supposed <laughs> gonna, to be sad on Sunday. I'm going to be talking trash on social media too, all right? I'm, gonna, <laughs> hey, I'm following you back after this. Okay, we're, let's we're get some replies going. All right. <laughs> Thank all Bye. Uh, great stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, Brett Davern from uh, Believe in Seahawks. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Jeffrey and I will get to our score predictions uh, at the end of the show here. But uh, to con continue on kind of talking about the Seahawks side of things before the second half, we kind of 
we'll hammer out the Steelers uh, business. But Jeffrey, what are your kind of overall thoughts? Obviously, an NFC team, we don't see them a whole lot. Uh, Steelers typically struggle with them. But what are your kind of thoughts here with uh, with the, these uh, with these Seattle Seahawks coming to town? Okay, first off, uh, my thoughts for the Seahawks offense, especially with Geno Smith, his two leading targets were Will Disley and DK Metcalf, two tall guys. We've seen that before. Backup quarterbacks, that's what they do. Geno Smith has an arm. He can throw a deep ball. The Steelers' outside corners, their biggest weakness is speed, right? That's not the biggest strength of this team. DK Metcalf, if the if the Seahawks come out of this with a win, and I, I sincerely doubt they do. I think the Steelers, this is set up for us to win. But if they don't, it's going to be DK Metcalf. And you're going to have DK Metcalf deep and the Steelers not having an answer for it. Um, they like to move DK Metcalf around a bit. I would love to see the Steelers put Terrell Edmonds on him a few times. He, he has done well on that before in man. Uh, but that's that's my big concern is you've got to be ready for DK Metcalf on the opposite side of the ball when the Steelers are on offense. Man, you heard what he said. They don't do well against the run game. They don't do well against screens. Pete Carroll's defense is a very aggressive defense, a very attacking defense, and it's not the most creative defense. It's a lot of just, you know, go get them. We're going to put you out. Go do your stuff. Matt Canada, if the Steelers get the run game going, Matt Canada is going to have some fun, and you're going to see some, some interesting plays. Like last week when the craziest play I've seen for a while is Zach Gentry's uh, screen. That was incredible. 13-yard gain on that one. I, I really think the Steelers' offense, if the offensive line is is, is holding up, which they've been doing fantastic, uh, but as long as that continues, man, I, I don't see Seattle stopping this offense. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Geno Smith, haha, but correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Geno Smith has knocked off the Steelers before with a pretty lame New York Jets team. I'm, I'm fairly certain uh, that that's who's quarterback no, he, in that team. He uh, or is that Mike we Vick? We beat him. We, we beat, beat him. him. You're okay. thinking Vick, yeah. You're thinking Vick. Vick. We, okay. We beat the snot out of Geno Smith. He did. Uh, he did actually point, play. <laughs> he did actually play uh, one snap. I think it was for the Chargers uh, when they beat us. But it was exactly one snap, like in the middle of the game, and it was like, was it going to be like, oh, is it a trick play? And then he didn't do anything. Right now. There was one other name, so to completely transition off a, a moot point now, uh, completely, Evan, forget about that. Uh, Terrell Edmonds is someone you brought up. He's mm -hmm. had a great year so far. Um, whether or not you, you've already set your opinion on him and you just hate him, legitimately, in man coverage, he has the best passer rating amongst all the DBs. Minka Fitzpatrick yep. also has the worst right now, but uh, anyway, Terrell Edmonds has been really good, especially in man. Could this be his game? Could this be the, okay, Terrell Edmonds, this is the Terrell Edmonds game. He just shut down DK one-on-one. -on -one. He, he's our guy now. Like, okay, we got to lock him up. I don't – when they move him around, if they move him into the slot where he is really dangerous, uh, when they move him around, yes. When he's outside, it's Joe Hayden. It's going to be Joe Hayden, and we're going to be relying once again on that old man, Savvy. Uh, hey, he's been really it. good too. Yeah, he knows how to get away with everything. There's he he can hold you 14 different ways, and the ref won't see a single one. Uh, so I think it's Joe Hayden on the outside. But yeah, Terrell Edmonds is inside. If he if sorry, if DK Metcalf moves inside, moves around a bit. Terrell Edmonds picking him up is the answer. This is not the game 
where we want Joe Schobert. This is not the game where we want TJ Watt or Melvin Ingram or Alex Highsmith on DK Metcalf in the slide. Is Devin Bush even? Oh, yeah. He's full, he was full go today. Yeah, he's full go. Man. He'll be in. We did. Dave and I did a whole film room on the inside linebackers. I spent a bunch of time on Robert Spillane in case he had to play. Hey, they, they do playing. they do platoon it a bit, though. I don't know if yeah, you know. Yeah, they third, third down seems like Spillane territory. Yeah. Look he trusts out there. You're paying attention during the game. I, look at me. Nice job. Look at me like diagnosing football as a football coach <laughs> and football media member and a and a and a blogger and a podcast. Who would know? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Look at us too. Uh, not me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no, but okay. Okay, sorry. But yeah, that that is not what you want with DK Metcalf because you do not want Minkovitz Patrick coming in late, right? He's too fast. He's too tall. You need someone just on him when that happens, especially with Geno Smith, who doesn't have that timing with Tyler Lockett. Small, fast, you know, great route runners like a Tyler Lockett, like an Antonio Brown. They tend to not do as well when the backups come in. They just don't. Like, so when, so this game, absolutely. DK Metcalf is our focus. I I would Totally say when he moves inside, when they try to get those mess matches, counter that mismatch with Terrell Edmonds. Okay, no, absolutely something to look out for. But we are at that uh, cross that halfway point of our show, so we're going to transition to the second half and break down more of a Steelers perspective uh, for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday night. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook right now, just hang tight. We're not going anywhere. If you're listening on your podcast platform, wherever that may be, just click over to part two right now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.